Okay. We've been on the run all week long. And had the runs all week long. No, it was just me at the beginning half of the week. <laughs> no, I went through a whole roll of toilet paper at your house, remember? You did. That is true. You did. Hello, everybody. It's another week of the backup plan. I'm Meredith. I'm having a baby eminently. My gay best friend and I are doing it. We froze sperm this week. Ah, like it's getting so close. So first of all, if you're watching this on YouTube, I forgot that I still had to record an intro for this week's episode. So you're getting a little bit of high low right now. Um, the hair is we're hair banding it because it's it's been a rainy day in Los Angeles and I can't I drove all across town. I did a lot of work today. I came home, I took a shower and realized, oh shit, you just washed off all of the makeup that you were going to wear in the video. So uh, the the zit sticker is still on, but I did put on some more makeup for you. And like I put on some nicer clothes, but there's no bra. Not that you can tell because we're cut off right here at the shoulder. Anyway, this last week, Michael was in town and we didn't have time to record like a proper long interview kind of catching up on everything. If you'll remember a few weeks back, I did record an episode with him and the app that I used to download all that stuff just totally didn't record his side of it. So really, it's just a catch up interview with myself uh, where I'm talking to myself. So that's not interesting. You don't need that. We'll do like a real good proper catch up, maybe an AMA. So if you guys have questions for us, feel free to either email me at info at backupplanpod.com or reach out through Instagram or comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. And we'll do that proper catch up. But this week's episode is strictly about like the things that we did this week, which was the sperm freezing. It was his physical. And then Surprise, surprise, my foot really is as bad as I've been saying it is. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see a little quick flash of an image later on in the episode, and you can see exactly what my nerve ending looks like in my foot. Thank you, MRIs. I had my first MRI this week. Like, that's weird. MRIs are strange. How does that science work? I'll never know. Anyway, this episode was filmed in front of my friend's house on Friday afternoon while we waited for her to come home so we could do a cute little like family dinner and order in. So the shadows are harsh, but the content is real. And um, I'm just I'm so glad to be moving forward on all of this. So the timeline now, just to kind of skip ahead a little bit, is I will be having surgery on my foot, not this Friday, but next Friday. And then once my cycle gets to the place it needs to get to, then I will be taking some hormones and we'll get in on the IVF. We'll be ready to go. So it's getting nearer and nearer. It still kind of feels far away. I'm still getting a lot of that like hurry up and wait energy. I just want to get this done. I just want to have a little baby in my arms. I want to take a positive pregnancy test, but I know that this was the universe's way of saying, hold on a second, take care of yourself before you take care of somebody else. So, um, you know, now I get to run around with a kid, hopefully. I won't feel part of my foot. I'm going to have a little bit of, um, <laughs> I keep wanting to say paralysis. It's not going to be paralysis. Lost feeling, just like no nerve endings, which 
is so much more preferable to what I'm feeling now. But this isn't a foot podcast. This is a baby podcast. And you want to hear about Michael's sperm donation. I know you do. So we'll just get to it. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out Backup Plan Pod on social media. And let's roll tape. It's been an exciting week. And now we're waiting. We've had to drive across town so many times that like, I'm like, let's just grab dinner here before we go back down to Orange County, because otherwise we're going to be sitting in three hours of traffic like we did on Wednesday, Um, because Wednesday was Valentine's Day, um, which is a great day to make a donation, I think. The most romantic thing you've ever done for me. (laughs) But on the way home, I just didn't even think about the fact that like people would be leaving early for dates and shit like that. It was three hours of traffic. So we're here. We're outside of my friend's house waiting for her to show up so we can have dinner with her. And uh, it's Friday. And we so we had literally an entire week of doctor's appointments. So there was Monday, physical for you. Tuesday, physical number two for you. We'll get to that. Wednesday, cryopreservation. Thursday, podiatry appointment for me. And then Friday, another cryo appointment for you. So Monday, physical. We drive to San... Not, no. We drove to Newport and... Yeah. So I got there and they were going to do my physical. But first I had to have... Uh, so, so they have to have, do a blood work and a urinalysis before you donate sperm because they have to make sure that you are, you know, just completely disease and infection free. Um, they have to make sure that, you know, whatever they're going to um, be using to fertilize the eggs is that, that we're not transferring any diseases, um, particularly because they could be liable if they did such a thing. Uh, so anyway, right before you donate sperm, you have to get a physical. You know, they're going to check your body and see if you have any obvious visible signs of infection. They're also going to do a urinalysis, um, which, you know, mostly to rule out STDs and things like that, and then do blood work to see if there's um, something, you know, that maybe even you don't know about lurking inside. So we get there and uh, and I knew that they had said that I needed to arrive ready to give a urine sample, but I just completely forgot. Um, so I've been traveling for work the last two weeks in a row. Um, and I haven't really been home very much. Um, but I spent the whole last week in Seattle, which is a very wet climate, um, especially in the winter. I immediately come to Southern California, which as most of you know, is a very dry climate. Uh, and I didn't think that it actually would have any like tangible effect on me. But when I got there, they were like, okay, well let's, let's take your blood first so we can get that out of the way. And I'm like, okay, good. Like I'm good at giving blood. I have these two veins that like show up um, really well on my right arm. And I (laughs) walked in and was like, oh, the nurse, she's so good at finding veins. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so hard to find a vein for me always. And she got it first, (laughs) like right off the bat. And I was like, oh, she's good. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. So then for (laughs) me, she just could not find a vein. I was like squeezing a stress ball she kept tapping my um my inner arm just to see if something would show up like nothing was coming and she's like you're really dehydrated and i was like i didn't think i was but i i guess so so i drink two bottles of water um and still just nothing so so finally i do have a couple veins on my hand that show up really well so she's like well it's not ideal but let me go in through your hand 
uh, she puts an IV in my hand and it starts to give blood and then just stops. So long story short, Michael's a vampire. Right. Or I died and didn't realize it. And I'm just walking around like, hey, guys, you know what I mean? But I'm actually dead. I think you're a vampire. That's right. what I would go with. You right. give vampire vibes before you give anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went ahead with the physical, actual physical, physical, which wasn't very much, right? No, the physical was easy. Um, basically, yeah, you I mean, you can keep your underwear on. They're just they're just checking the body for any like, um, you know, um, specific signs of some type of infection just to see if I have any spots on my body that correspond with having having an infection. You know, she asks me to breathe and listens to to my lungs through the step stethoscope, takes my heart rate. Yeah. And just, you know, looks at your fingernails, just places that you would think to check on someone to make sure that they're healthy. You can keep your underwear on. It's going to be the title of this episode. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. So we had to come back the next day for Michael to do the pee sample and the blood sample, which was, I mean, not ideal, but fine. We went back at 7 a.m. to get that done because we both had busy schedules the next day. And then Wednesday was when we drove to Santa Monica to do the cryopreservation. And I will let you describe that because I have no idea what it was like. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was clear that this kind of place is a place that is very they've probably been doing sperm donations for years and they're very comfortable with it but I had never done one before and it was my first time so I was a little bit nervous so the so the guy the the guy takes me back to the room um the room is very comfortable it's very nice there's just there's a chair it's away from the wall which is great it it everything is very sterile they have like a pad for you well no think about it think about think, think about, about why it. you wouldn't want a chair up against the wall so is it just in the middle of the room like yes a- <laughs> oh yeah yeah um so anyway uh yeah and and we have to sign some sign some paperwork or whatever he shows me where to put the sample Um, When I'm done. And then there's also like this big screen TV in there and a laptop in case you like didn't um, bring anything to prepare. Was there like a was it just in incognito mode in the browser? I wouldn't even want to touch the keyboard. I didn't even open the laptop. So I have no idea. So it's very clearly like this room is only used for this. Oh, yes. Yes. No, this this was not a a clinical room that they repurposed for any other reason. There was there was like headphones that you could put on like noise canceling headphones um, with like ear covers. So, you know, to make it even more sanitary and whatever you pulled up on the laptop could be projected to the to the TV. I just I wasn't I wasn't about any of that. Did you get like an AV lesson then when you came in? Was that like the most complicated part of it? No, he kind of just assumed that um, that you know how to I would figure screen. out. Yeah, <laughs> that I would figure out how to do it. Um, yeah. So and he also like showed where the Wi-Fi was in case you brought your own device, you know, just whatever, whatever you needed to do. So anyway, that's as much detail as as I'll go into. Uh, the only thing that I will say is that like for me. If, if I was doing such a thing, I would prefer just a completely, like, dark, soundproof booth. Um, and everything about this place was great, except that is the one part that was missing. You're in an exam room that is right off of a busy hallway. You're hearing people going back and forth. 
the whole time. You're hearing people talk out in the hallway. It just wasn't um, wasn't ideal for that. So then, did you not use the headphones there, or you had your own headphones? I had I had my own headphones. Yeah, I I was I just wasn't interested in touching anything on that TV stand. So <laughs> you know. So was there no ambiance lighting then? I would have wanted ambiance lighting. Uh, I preferred no lighting at all. Turned I turned all the lights completely off. Um, you know, also because just in the off chance that there is like a hidden camera somewhere, not that you know they don't have night vision, but. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just, I needed to pretend that I was not where I was. Yeah. I needed to pretend that I was just like at home in my own bedroom. Anyway. So that was Wednesday and we had the very long drive home. And this is when I should like interject and say that last week I talked about my bad foot. I have a bad foot (laughs) and I've always had a bad foot. And I had bunion surgery like two years ago, and I still have this problem with an inflamed nerve. And I did something called cryosurgery, which calmed it down for a little bit, but it is very quickly wearing off, and my foot's been in really bad condition. And uh, what I've decided during this week, which I'm not happy about, but it is what it is, is that I have to get this taken care of before I start the IVF. And on... Oh, wait. On Thursday, okay, Thursday is when we went to the podiatrist. No, we went to Wednesday. We went to the pod. Oh my God, I can't even keep it all straight anymore. So, Wednesday, not only did we go do Michael's donation in the afternoon, in the morning, we went to the podiatrist. Nothing sexier, nothing more romantic. Mm -hmm. And that was when she was like, Yeah, the surgery is not as bad to recover from as the bunion surgery you had. So, like, we can take care of this and you can recover enough to start IVF pretty quickly. So, Thursday was when I went for the MRI, discovered how big this inflamed nerve is in my foot. And we're just going to push the IVF a month, which is fine because we've got your stuff on lock. Don't have to worry about that anymore. And I'm going to have surgery on my foot in two weeks. I just got that scheduled today. So that's very exciting. Um, So that was Thursday. And then Friday is today. And we came back here to Santa Monica to do another donation because it's just best to have more on hand if I have to do any more rounds. This way, Michael doesn't have to worry about coming back. Was there anything different about your experience today? Not really. It was faster and easier. (laughs) Good to know. And that's that's been that's the medical update this week is that IVF is being pushed a month. We have two samples. I don't know how many vials we get. Do you know? Have you seen if you've gotten you haven't gotten any information from Kind Body saying, like, here's what we got? I haven't checked my email yet, um, but I should probably check and see if they sent me anything. So there may be something exciting in the email, but we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I preferred this method because. I don't know, like just being alone in your house, knowing what you were doing in the other room and like trying to be silent or like closing myself off in a bedroom and pretending I'm not there. That was all weird. This just felt more like, oh, I have to drop something off at the post office. Oh, I'm going to stop by Kind Body. Like, I will say the other thing that I really liked about Kind Body, um, and I don't think you, you probably didn't even realize this, the front doors were totally locked to the office. They have they, those girls sitting at the front desk have a button to push. Oh, so whenever so they see we walked up, they every time nice. they see somebody walk up or walk back, they push the button. And I didn't even think that there are situations where that would be a bit of a safety issue because people are crazy. Mm. People are crazy. And, you know, women's reproductive rights are 
difficult to deal with. But they're having babies, not having abortions. Yeah, but it's one way or the other. It's like if you can take away a woman's right to have children, you can take it away to not have children. Like it's just an infringement of medical rights. That was what my mom always told me like growing up being indoctrinated into the uh, liberal agenda. <laughs> my mom was like the problem with an abortion politically is if they tell you you have to have this baby, then they can just as easily tell you that you can't have a baby. As I said about the, um, you know, different countries where single women can't get sperm from uh, mm. sperm donors because that's against the rule. Couples in some countries can't. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it can be a tricky subject. And if somebody wants to have a problem with something, they can have it pretty all too easily. So um, that was nice. I felt safe when I realized that door was locked. I was like, oh, nice. Nice mm -hmm. one. Um, have your like thoughts changed on this like going to a doctor's office and having it more official, has it felt any more real yet? Um, it feels like we're a lot closer to actually being able to make this happen. It was nice to know that, um, you know, that instead of trying to do it at home where you're like fumbling around with like, I, I don't know, whatever your DIY kit was, <laughs> like this is going to be like, this is going to be like tested and frozen and counted and all that. And um and and is going to be from what I from what little I know about IVF, like directly deposited into the egg, um, as as opposed to the the more rudimentary method. Okay, let me see. I'm going to give you a very uh, a theater major's version of IVF, so you can you can understand exactly how it's going to happen. So, okay, so what we're doing is a fresh transfer. So even though your sperm are frozen. Um, I'm going to be injecting myself with hormones that will grow the follicles in my, in my ovaries to produce eggs. So a woman is born with as many eggs as she's ever going to have in her entire life. You, as a man, produce fresh sperm always, all the time. It's unfair. So <laughs> the eggs that I have in my body at this point are like not as choice or ideal as the ones when I was 22. They're like, they're, they're not uh, grade double A. They're like Bs or Cs. <sighs> yeah. So what they're going to do is all the follicles, they'll grow them so that they'll all drop eggs at the same time. So everything's going to be very, very, very timed. So I'll have, I'll be taking these hormones every single day. And then I think it's 36 hours before oh I think that might be I think that might be. 36 hours before the egg retrieval I will take a trigger shot and it releases them it is okay well we'll continue this later the backup plan is created produced and hosted by me Meredith Kate Julian Hagens is my co-producer you can find us on social media at backup plan pod the best place to get updates is to sign up for our newsletter at backupplanpod.com where we also post all episodes, show notes, and transcripts. Thank you for listening.